Alright, so if there's anything that really gets my attention in this current era that we live in, is the fact that there are people that we have left in the dust who are still trying to blend in into the modern era. And this comes from an angle of which, um, you know, I live in Uganda, I'm an African. Where I'm coming from is from the African perspective. And there are people who, who are there are people who are in rural areas who are still trying to become aware much more aware about you know things that are going on in the modern era and you know learn more become more aware of how things are so recently i had a talk with a friend who i talked about democracy in the case that democracy should be more attuned to people who have made research people who have who have a deep understanding of their political environment that their, their leaders, the leaders who are standing for, you know, to take on these political roles. And we're looking at it that democracy right now is being preached from this angle that everyone has a right to vote, everyone has a right to pick their leader. It comes off from one, you know, from one single point of view. Well, I do understand where we're coming from with this perspective of democracy and this thing that everyone has a right to vote. It comes off from this angle that once you've picked a leader, once a majority of people have picked a leader that they want to lead them, everyone is going to be confident in the actions that this leader does. This leader is here to come, is, is here to put up. If this leader comes off and becomes president, and he's leading us, we're all going to be confident that this is the leader that we picked and we're going to go with, go with this leader. But again, most times when leaders come into power, I'm speaking from an African perspective, when leaders, different leaders come into power, they don't usually meet their goals and they usually fall short of their goals. And many times they, you know, entangle themselves with a lot of corrupt activities become corrupt and embezzle a lot of funds from the public, right? But the public is the one that votes these people into power. And the public usually scratches on the surface. They don't really dig that deep. And maybe I'm speaking of this from one perspective of um, the African understanding. I'm trying to look at this from an African understanding because many times most Africans don't really do much research on the leaders they want to want to lead them. Don't usually do a lot of research. Most times people just dwell on gossip, you know, speak speech that moves from one person to the other. And if you are the one who is being spoken, who's been yeah, who's being spoken about a lot in these different groups, it actually, you know, puts a certain kind of um, popularity around your name and everyone is able to, you know, identify with you. Everyone is able to know who you are. And so your name spreads like wildfire. It spreads. Everyone gets to know about you, but people are just knowing about you from the surface. They're just knowing your name. Like, yeah, it's Chris, it's Chris Abraham, and 
he's 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 the best person to take us he's the best person to become a president why he has a lot of money probably because usually those are the things that people look up to there's a lot of money um why he's really you know shouting for our rights he's really standing up for us and so we should pick him but people haven't really dug deep into chris abraham's profile probably chris abraham is a person who doesn't have so much education in governance doesn't have so much education in running a country in running a country in these different these different fields and so you're just speaking chris abraham because of his current appearance he's portraying himself as the the man of the people you know he's the one that the people identify with they see in him themselves they look at him and they believe that this person is just like us and therefore he's not going to betray us he's going to take us right up to the heights that we all wish for and that's just where it ends people dwell on appearances and well on my opinion i can't say i can't say appearances deceive a lot so many times appearances deceive a lot so we can go back down into history to a, a country that's not really quite known but they have um a lot of oil and um this country during the during the move to independence there was a man called John Bidel Bukasa he's the one who took these guys into you know independence and the country by the way has has had only two leaders since it since it you know came to existence it has had only two leaders and um the first leader was someone who portrayed himself as the man of the people he portrayed himself as the man of the people he fought he fought in world war 2 you know he came back and pushed for independence and everyone identified themselves with him as this person who is going to take the country to progress who is going to really put this country up and you know he he went on to talk about democracy everyone is going to have a right to vote and he won't be in government for long but once he got himself into power where did things end up he got himself into power and he was a person who liked to stroke his ego a lot he liked to do things to fancy himself and so he made he there was a point where he made his country an empire and he crowned himself an emperor because he just wanted to you know stroke his ego he wanted to be proud of himself and most of the finances of the country actually that empire that he you know he made up the time of his crowning he put in a lot a lot of money a lot of money for his crowning the ceremony and he wanted the pope to actually crown him but the pope couldn't make an appearance most of the people are looking at it as just you know a laugh off so they they kind of like put this off they didn't they didn't try to put so much attention to it but well it got some attention and and he was made emperor he became emperor and he took these people i mean and he ruled these people for some for some time but he was also very cruel he kept on killing um 
people were trying to rise against him who had you know he lived with a lot of paranoia but where am i coming off with this people people who are you know you know before most of these colonialists leave they conduct elections and he got the most votes people people saw in him a person who is really going to take them somewhere and most of the locals obviously they dwell on gossip and word of mouth most people, what you hear from this one is what is what you make a, is what you take to be the right thing and where did they end up this man killed so many people in the country he isolated himself from the public well he even had a castle he had a palace that was far away from any of the people in the country and even had even made a private army for himself but his cruelty went too far that he he offended his brother i don't i don't remember how the story goes but he offended his brother he think he killed someone that was very important to the brother probably the wife or something i don't remember and so this led the brother to rise against him and the brother was able to you know come up with an army and they went and fought his army and they won they won the day they got him exiled probably things like that happen but yeah the brother came into power and he portrayed himself as the person who's going to lead the country up to progress but he got himself into power and he managed to learn how things work and ever since he got himself into power years and got off the country the country has only had two presidents in their entire history and yeah the country by there has been conducting elections you know they always have to keep up appearances that's just how to play the game you have to keep up appearances and so they've always had conducted elections people have voted they've cast their votes by well it's always obvious there's always going to be one winner and he has always come off as the winner you know all these elections it's just the something that happens right here in Uganda where I'm every election we have Museven is the winner you don't you don't need to debate about anything it's just that is the winner but even the locals most of them are standing out are standing up for their rights they're standing up for their voices chanting Museven if you get off power and we have a new government well there isn't much that's wrong about him this peace in the country um the country's gdp is kind of rising things are happening there's progress good roads well it doesn't someone will look at it from outside and be like why are they shouting that you should leave people tell of one leader being in power it's just the thing people tell of one leader being in power and if we understand that then probably the leaders that we are going to pick we meet have a lot of caution when we are doing when we are voting for these people not just dwelling on gossip if we want democracy to be a thing whereby everyone has a right to vote then we need to be sure that the people who are voting have done their homework have done their research and know more about this person and how do we get get to that stage communication is the first thing that really counts for such a for such an ideology to to come into existence communication social media is the best way to preach your knowledge 
to get people to know what your thoughts are and also get people aware about you know these different political leaders that are, are coming up are coming up for positions of power besides social media there is podcasting like just as I'm doing trying to get people aware of you know their blind spots where things that they're not able to see this is a good way communication counts a lot it counts a lot to to fill up fill up most of those gaps because one person alone won't be able to do so much research and many times people are occupied you have a lot that's on your plate and you just can't really get the time to to do so much research so you dwell on gossip you you dwell on on what people are talking about to make most of your decisions peer influence probably is another thing that leads us to well let me just keep it on gossip because gossip is like the main thing if if your friends are talking a lot about this person and even if you have doubts of this person you obviously take that person's your friends your friends point of view though when when people are make casting their votes they usually casting their votes um private i mean privately you do it without anyone seeing who you're voting but you always have an emotional hold to those that you consider as friends and so if you make a promise that you're going to vote this person that everyone that most of the people in your social circle are vowing to vote you will go with that emotional appeal that emotional hold when you're even casting your vote and obviously cast your vote to the person that the majority seem to be taking on you you won't have your individual thought but communication really plays a big role in changing people's ideology making people more aware of the leaders they take making people more intellectual i really like the intellectual perspective of democracy where we have only we ha- where we have only people who have made a good bit of research to cast votes to make the decisions to make the big decisions people who have you know taken the time to study these people these contestants who have taken who have made a good bit of research who who at least have an understanding of a good number of things even if you haven't done research you can just read this person how the, how is this person's approach we when it comes to things like you you, you see Uganda has been having debates in the past and not only Uganda I think probably most countries have debates where they get these contestants and they have a debate they ask them a number of questions to see where do they stand um what's their point of view on things and so people who are intellectual who okay people who who have a certain level of understanding can always be able to assess these people properly like you don't just assess them from the surface you assess them with the way this you know you you get to to have a debate and then when you suspect that this leader doesn't really have a deep understanding of things you won't be able to pick this person even if he's the one that most of the people are looking up to as their ideal president but if you see that he really has brains but he really lacks a lot of knowledge in so many different fields you who who is chosen to be the intellect who is chosen 
who's among you know the intellectuals who have been chosen to make these decisions you can always you know you can always have a talk with your with a fellow with his fellow intellectuals and see how to get about things i, I don't know if i'm painting my picture right here but i'm do i'm trying to get to the point here if we have a group of representatives and well these representatives don't only have to be 20 10 no i think a good number of people can fit into this category just needs them to have some kind of documents that they that i mean some kind of assessment that they go through you you get to understand to answer some questions probably you get to have an examination to see how far how how broad is your thinking to you know because mo- actually most of the times we need people who are open minded people who who can who can assess things properly like to a wider area and not only brush on the surface also the intellectuals can also involve people who are well versed with history because history history really, really tells us more about the past and prepares us for the future so people who are aware about history can also be able to can also be eligible for voting can also be can also qualify to be part of this group it's just how i'm trying to paint my picture of an intellectual democracy where those who have attained a level of education about something can be the ones to do the picking and not everyone doing the picking because honestly if everyone is doing the picking then man we may go through the same cycle every now and then we keep voting people and we we don't see any progress in these people that were voted but these people just know how to rally a crowd and get our attention and we just keep going through the same cycle we don't need to go through the same cycle no we don't we need to you know keep progressing and if we are to stand our ground with people you know everyone make it casting their vote everyone has a right to cast their vote if we are to stand our ground on that we need to create a society that that's interactive i remember watching downtown abbey and it's a, it's it was portraying the, the way the british society was in the in the 90s you know in the 80s how things were in their societies and their societies don't seem to have so many you know divisions because maybe because most of them identify as english as one and when i look at an african society most of most people there's a lot of there are very many different cultures you, you know there are very many different cultures so when i'm coming from this angle of, um the british environment was really connected people people are sharing ideas well the if we're standing our, our ground on everyone has a right to to vote but we need to look at everyone like how does everyone really 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 think you know in an african society people come from different cultures and when they all gather to make one decision of who is going to govern the country you find that everyone has a different way of thinking there everyone 
comes with their own different contradictions and besides that everyone everyone comes from different cultures right people come from different cultures and many times even when people are making their their votes when people are casting their votes they usually cast their votes to the person who comes from their culture who comes from their tribe you know there's always the, there are always these tribal there are always these tribal interests that come into the picture you want to pick someone who's from your culture who's from your tribe you don't even want to dig deeper into this person's history this this person's how does this person think all you want is that this person is from our you know our tribe and so this person is the ideal person to 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 lead us so this democracy that everyone has a right to vote in an african in an an african setting in my opinion really doesn't work out truly really doesn't work out in fact you find that most of the people even in government the majority of them are, are from one tribe you see the majority of them are from one tribe and even besides that in a, in african societies most of the times the tribe where the capital city is located is usually favored more than any other tribe that tribe is usually the one that gets the most education gets the most attains the most economic growth and you know progress so they are the ones that indirectly govern the country the tribe indirectly governs the country I think you can see the picture i'm trying to paint here is that in those different countries they usually have one culture that they identify with and when they identify with, and when everybody identifies with that one culture you find that everyone speaks that same language from the same tribe the english speak english the french speak french the german speak i think german and so when they are interacting everyone is able to share their ideas in a collective way and everyone is able to get their ideas as one so when politicians are you know making their speech and everything you find everyone has been able to grasp a, an idea of this leader has been able to grasp an, an idea of this leader a little bit of understanding of this leader because not because almost everyone is talking about it and almost everyone is you know collectively trying to assess this person on the other hand in an african setting if a uh, uganda is is the one who who is having a deep understanding deep understanding of this leader a person from like the north may not really get this uganda because they don't know uganda take for example a channel like ntv ntv may be making its way to the east or the north or probably or probably it stays within kampala right but bukede for sure doesn't make itself to the north or the east it's centered around kampala so and so it being centered around kampala they could be having access to as much information as possible that could shed light on different politicians you know faults than a local channel in the east or the west could think you can tell I'm trying to bring out if the capital city is located 
where your tribe is, where a particular tribe is, that tribe indirectly governs the country or indirectly runs the country because most of the things around their area and most of the people who and most of the people who take up roles of leadership in the country or roles of um, government around any constituency or any most of the positions you find that they are taken up by these people from that particular tribe these tribal divisions in african countries hinder a lot of progress a lot of you know success if you to compare it to a country like russia you know russia has so many different tribes so many different ethnicities you know they have so many different cultures but what do you usually hear about russia you only hear about the people who are like located in in moscow only that particular group of people i don't even know what their tribe is or what they identify themselves as but i'm going to identify those main people like in moscow as russians and those are like the main people who run the country compared to people who come from say siberia siberia that's in russia those people are just isolated from almost everything they just run their day to day activities with not with little concern about you know the way how the country is running probably because they don't have direct access to the government and all of that so you can just see what i'm trying to paint here if your tribe is not located where the capital city is if your tribe is if the capital city is not located where your tribe is it in a way you are at a disadvantage in a way you are at a disadvantage and so when we claim to stand up for you know the idea that everyone has a right to vote we miss out some of these factors it's better to pick up representatives people who have who have undergone who have undergone some kind of assessment from different parts of the country and they carry out the voting for the rest of the people that don't have that privilege to you know to attain a certain level of education this is i think a better way and yeah so this is exactly what i wanted to like shine this is exactly what i wanted to touch on and probably there's probably more points but if i do get points more points later on i'll probably make another podcast a part two of this one but as for now this is where i'm ending and yeah catch you in the next one